0: I remember when we were strong. Back in the days before King Tenebrae and his royal guard, and the people of Amosran took up their own arms for fun and profit. Before all that, air was just us, the Viridian Outriders. We kept the roads and trails safe and secure, with homes and forts scattered about and locales civilized and not. Time passed we have been replaced. And yet, I hear the rumblings and murmurs of the roads being less safe than they had been, monsters sniffing around in smaller towns and magic acting oddly. Who knows, maybe we'll be needed again. Hello, and welcome back to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I remain your GM. Today, Arabin, Harper, and Cecil set out to find a missing outrider, steward Elijah Bailey. Thank you to our backers, Carlin, Rin, and Stark for their support. If you like what you hear, consider donating to us at Patreon.com/GhostlightMedia, and maybe even try checking out a few of the other shows on the network. With that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. It's a weird day to try and make a bit.
1: I was this close to saying, ding dong, the queen is dead. So, I mean. <laughs> I was
2: going to say happy accession day. <laughs> but that's also dating the episode. A little bit. So,
3: I can uh, contribute to this. My boss is British. Okay. Mm. So, this was a day for her. Yeah. How is she but, doing? She is okay. She is surviving. Um, Unlike the queen. It is. It, came, it <laughs> was it was strange. Like she like had to go downstairs and sit in front of the TV and it was just staring at a TV and nothing was happening. And it mm-hmm. was just one of those like big news events that I don't even know how to relate to it. it like, yeah, it's hard to compare things to nine eleven, right? Or mm-hmm. something big like that. But you remember where you were and what you were yeah. doing and especially if it affected you at all. Yeah. Um, the thing that uh, was pointed out to me is that not only was she queen for forever and was their longest reigning monarch. But like so many British citizens have never known anyone else.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. To
3: the extent that it's so, uh, part of their culture that some basic, basic things about their country must change. Like the song is no longer God save the queen. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's God save the King now. Yeah. The
1: standout series of tweets that I saw today was from a guy who had a friend's, um, in the process of becoming a citizen of Canada and Mm -hmm. during which you have to swear on the queen or like swear allegiance to the queen. And there was like a Mm -hmm. bunch of people came into the room and like, what do we do? What? What? (laughs) What? This has changed. And just a bunch of people scrambling to try to figure out, okay, this man is in the process. It is active. Like who do we have him swear his allegiance to?
2: Yeah. I got to I think they got to like change all the money and stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, there's a video I I watched a couple of months back as, you know, people were kind of thinking like, hey, Queen's not doing so great these days. Yeah, that was uh, kind of dove into the specific process of what has what happened earlier today and what will be happening over the next uh, several weeks. And that is one of the big things like the Queen's death is going to cost the United Kingdom eight billion dollars
1: because they have to
0: recall all the money there's going to be at least two That's an expensive lady yeah at least two federal holidays I, either like today or tomorrow will be a federal holiday of mourning and then the uh the king's coronation will be another one also they have a new prime minister as of last week mm-hmm. yes yeah, no, the so, queen met her yesterday, or the day yep. before. My my brother, whose name is also Charles, uh, messaged me earlier. It's <laughs> like, hey, queen's dead. Big day for guys named Charles. This is now a Charles supremacy tweet.
2: <laughs> I was chatting with one of my coworkers, and I sent them a gif of Simba during I can't wait to be king, and I was like, Charles, right now? <laughs> Oh, oh, boy.
0: They should dissolve the monarchy. They, yeah, f- yeah, eons ago. Do I think the monarchy is fun? Inarguably. But it's fun because it is so archaic and out of date. Yeah. It's quaint. But, like, it's quaint in a way that's actually likely detrimental to society writ large. Precisely.
1: Like, it'd be more fun if the Brits still didn't have, like, as we just mentioned, integral parts of their society based around it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, politically, it's more symbolic than anything like it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, the queen did not have any political power. Oh, no. She just liked to wear
1: fancy hats and raise corgis.
0: Yeah. And who could blame her? Those are both lovely hobbies.
1: (laughs) But those hats and corgis were purchased with blood money.
2: That's less great. Blood corgis.
1: (laughs)
0: The three of you have just parted ways for the evening. After receiving your new mission, Uh, you need to go and seek out one of your brethren, Steward Elijah Bailey. And you have the evening to prepare. You don't know exactly where they would have gone to or how far they would have gotten away from town. Gotten away is the wrong word. This was a, you know, purely above-board expedition. They were going to test some kind of magical item or artifact a little ways away from town. Um, But you're not exactly sure how far they would have gone. You just know it's been almost three weeks since they have been seen. So, what do you do with your evening to prepare?
2: Uh, There's not much that I feel like I need to do to get ready. I'm just going to ready my gear. I'm going to practice with, with my uh, newfound sword ability for a little bit. It's not mm-hmm. every day you can just banish and reappear your sword at will. Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to amuse myself for a little bit doing that.
0: <laughs> okay. Harper, what do you do with your evening?
1: Um, Boy, howdy, just so much. Um <laughs> <laughs> This might fall... Well, I guess I'll ask first, because this might fall more under, like, Cecil's purview. I definitely want to try to get some, like, maps of the area that we'll be exploring. Um, mm.
3: oh, oh, I've got All you. right,
1: cool. Then I will focus on on gear. Um, Harper's it's not dissimilar to prepping for the the Balolin fiasco, Uh, Uh is gearing up and with, uh, now with Ignis in tow, making sure that all the kinks are worked out, all of the locomotive capabilities are good, making sure that, you know, I've got enough magical juice to keep him running, Uh and then I'm also gonna focus on my gear a little bit, do some, uh, some uh, Artificer's Interfusions on my equipment. Ooh! So, um... I'm going to upgrade both my uh, my melee weapon, my spear, and my scale mail. So both of them are now plus ones. Oh, nice! I've gotten. I'm, I'm on a hot streak. Like I, I'm, I'm. I think I'm doing the same thing I was before. And I'm sitting in the little workstation like that's under Ignis's shell, and uh-huh. I'm just. I'm. I'm putting his. Uh, uh putting that workspace to to te- to the test. Because mm-hmm. obviously it can move around and it can attack and it can defend. But, like, will the repair station functionality work? So I'm sure. spending some time taking care of my gear and making sure it's up to snuff.
0: Cool, cool. Cecil, what are you doing? Cecil puts aside
3: his writing for the evening. Uh, he is on another chapter of um, A Brief History of bearing and uh, has reached the section on the history of uh the local fauna in the area and he goes into great detail about the shrubbery uh it's very boring mm. but he sets that aside for the evening uh and instead uh is pulling out uh whatever maps he has i'm sure he has maps of the area um he's uh, specifically looking for places where um He knows people would have gone to test things before or clearings in the woods where we would go to train someone or Mm -hmm. learn something out away uh, from civilization, which I'm sure we've done before. Sure. Um, Trying to do all of that as best as possible to get uh, as much of a head start
0: as we can, because if it can't be solved with paperwork, Cecil doesn't believe in it. That's fair. (laughs) So with that in mind... Um, I'm going to have you roll a history check. Great. And I'll let you do it at advantage because you've got all of this material right in front of you and that's perfectly reasonable for you to have all that. All right. for This roll brought to you by Ice Cream Dice. Hey, Ice Cream Dice.
3: Thanks for the dice. Ding. Thanks. They're real nice.
1: I almost mistook one of my uh, dice for a piece of caramel corn the other night. So... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nice job, Ice Cream Dice. That's a 23. With a 23, um, you are able to of cross out a couple of locations that were a little bit closer to town that you were thinking may have been, but because you had all of your notes in front of you, you were able to cross reference and realize, oh no, we can't use this area because it's had a weird influx of wild magic because one of us did the Mm -hmm. thing. Um, This one is now just a bog. Can't use that for testing anymore. Um, This one, it just smells bad constantly.
3: Uh, nobody wants
0: to go there brian is still catching shit for that um and will until the day he dies Um, damn it brian fucking brian um but you've got a couple of locations not too far from where you are about two days out
3: realizing all of this mm-hmm. I do the next thing that I need to do I put the maps away and I kind of roll them all up I get my pack ready make sure I'm all ready to go get my uh special tea supply get my uh road tea kit um and now that we have a, a fire turtle mm-hmm. um we'll be able to have road tea yep which is great
1: Ooh, yes
3: um but the most important thing that I do is I do have to go change um the shift schedule at the sleeping the sleeping scroll yes <laughs> Uh, because it's at least two days out and two days back and then Mm -hmm. at least a day there probably. So I have to, um, Mm -hmm. do some, uh, do some acrobatics to get the schedule to work. So I get Katie's going to cover it and she's going to have some of her friends work Mm -hmm. and maybe we're going to be closed for lunch a day or two, but we'll figure it out. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: And Katie gets, uh, uh, unilateral powers to, uh, do whatever needs to be done. Mm hmm. And lastly, and most importantly, I go to the basement mm-hmm. and uh, relight the uh, like the sage or the smelling candle so that it doesn't smell like death, since I will not be here for several days. True. Very true.
1: Um,
0: As
2: someone
1: who was once not quite a teenager, but not much older, who had unilateral decision making over a small business once upon a time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: good luck, Katie! <laughs>
0: have you ever left katie the store before
3: uh not overnight gotcha she's had days when it's been her Mm-hmm. but that's it gotcha it hasn't been overnight much less four or five days sure
2: last time he left her alone there was coffee
3: in the
0: shop
1: oh that's right katie
0: checks the schedule looks at you everything all right boss Someone got it in their
3: heads that I need to go do something somewhere else That's not what you do.
0: No, it's not I'm very peeved about it. Actually. I'd much rather be here. No, I can tell you've got your whole peeved face on
1: Even Katie knows that you don't do field work
3: <laughs> It'll be fine. We've got to go track someone down mm. uh, one of ours is not, has not checked back in mm. You've got your ears okay. to the ground with the local youths <laughs> What's the word around town about
0: uh, Mr. Bailey? Bailey? Um, honestly, not much. I mean, he's, you know, kind of between our ages. He doesn't really hang... We're, I'm, you know, kind of on the younger side to be hanging out with him, and he's on the older side to be hanging out with us. It'd be kind of weird. Um, Seems nice. I'll take it.
3: That's good enough to know. Yeah. Alright, shop's yours. Um, No coffee. Mm -hmm. Please make sure to actually clean out all the filters each night. You know it'll start to smell. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to make the scones each morning, or someone else will. Mm -hmm. You get to decide that. Uh, Everyone that I'm paying (laughs) better be working.
0: Of course. You decide who's working. Alright. You mind if I crash on your couch while you're gone? That's fine. If I've got to make the scones, like, i got to be here early. That's
3: absolutely fine. You're always welcome. Mm. Thanks.
0: All right, well, don't die. You don't want
3: me getting this place. (laughs) You turned it into a coffee shop. Instantly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See you later. See ya. Um, And she takes off for the night. I will die for Katie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have one other small thing I'd like to do because I'm still remembering what all, all the weird stuff I can do. Absolutely, um, with magical tinkering, the same thing I used to make those little rocks light up. Um, yeah, I can also have an item just sort of constantly emit an odor for as long as I have only three things going. Okay, so I'll go to, uh, if if maybe I'd invite myself along to the basement and be like, holy hell, like see the damage firsthand but i would just Mm -hmm. like tinker with one of the candles that cecil had placed and Mm. just put a little spark in there so that basically as long as that candle's down here even if it's not lit it'll be giving off that odor
3: oh that is wildly helpful harper thank you thank you i would love i would like it to be a habit that we don't kill people and put them down here both of those things separately great in conjunction conjunction, even better yeah yes um however it's good to know we have options yeah what do you make it smell like
1: what's the what's the candle smell like ryan
3: cucumber melon and that's delicious
1: you know most objects are really good at just doing like one or two things so as long as you can kind of coax that one thing out of them a little bit longer like they're usually comfortable doing it
3: there you go and it's uh it's funny because it's not shaped like a cucumber or a melon
1: (laughs) <laughs>
0: it's just a candle.
1: Magic. Magic.
0: Magic. Anything else before the three of you set off?
1: Have I gone over Ignis's like abilities? Like did have I gone over like what he can do, just so we all know.
0: Um if you want to touch on it again, that might not be Ooh, yeah. a bad idea. We you know yeah. you can ride him. Yeah,
3: it's real. I know it's, that it's,
1: smoke comes out of him. Yeah. Yes, basically, it's got, it's got 40 foot speed. It's got some saving throw bonuses. The main thing for you, Chase, is that it does yeah. have the vigilant tag, which means it can't be surprised. Oh, handy. Um, if it takes, if it loses, it does have hit points, which it can mm-hmm. either self repair three times per day, or I can repair it with the mending cantrip. Um, and that it does have an attack and as a reaction, it basically has the fighter's like protection thing. Sure. Where if you're within five feet of it, it can um, impose disadvantage on attack rolls mm-hmm. as a reaction. And I think my pen just broke, which is sad.
2: Oh no. Oh no.
1: Nope, I fixed it.
0: Dawn comes all too quickly as the three of you gather the last of your things that you'll need for the road and begin to saddle up. Uh, and actually, I suppose that's a worthwhile question. Um, you guys are likely going to be tromping through the woods, Cecil, especially with your investigation. Um, you know that the straightest shot to the handful of spots that the um, that the outriders would use for this kind of experimentation. Straightest shot is through the woods. You could take the road. That's perfectly acceptable and, you know, probably a bit more comfortable, at least starting out. But um, you'll lose a, you know a couple of hours, if not even a full day, just to try to re-triangulate out into the woods. So are the places that we're looking at on this map Mm -hmm. that I've
3: marked, are they by the lake or away from the lake? Away from the lake. Okay. So like off into the woods, away from the roads. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, I did some research last night and triangulating some locations against some of our other associates, former uh, places of experimentation, as well as where we just like to blow shit up. <laughs> we can oh, mark those. this one off. We can mark this one off. And Harper, you remember when someone tried to invent fireworks?
1: Yeah, no, Lady Meredith had to bring me out to, like, kind of shore the place back up because the entire foundation was wrecked.
3: Right, so we're not going there. Right.
1: Now, that um, one's sti- so- it's still technically condemned, but, like, we're working on it.
3: Right. And then there's the bog over there. That's no good for whatever this is, because it sounds like this is uh fancy and magic y and that's icky. And I don't want to go to the icky place. So we could go here, uh we could go here, we could go here, they're all through the woods. Um, so I recommend we go through the woods.
1: All right, that We don't
3: work. need we don't need the road, um, as long as um Mr. Ignis there can handle the trees.
1: Yeah, the whole reason he doesn't have wheels is so he could go off road. He can kinda of go anywhere. I can clear paths right? if needed. I don't think the I don't think the woods are gonna be that bad, but yeah, we've got yeah, that'll be helpful.
2: Harper, I've just had a thought.
1: Okay.
3: So what if just go with me on this. What if you know how? Anytime it snows, mm-hmm. we have to get out the small shovels and we have to like clear it away or melt it away. Yeah. What if you just put a giant shovel on the front of the turtle? Ooh. And we like pushed it, or he just moved
1: Harp- everything. Harper takes out a little like uh like comp book and starts <clears throat> sketching like basically like a bulldozer attachment for the front of Ignis.
0: <laughs> Good. Is Good. this
1: brainstorming that needs to happen now? No, but this will, you've given me an activity to do on the road, and I very much appreciate that. Um, also, I think I have figured out what the little, how Harper sits on this thing. I think on top of Ignis's shell, there's like a circular section that is recessed in a little bit so she can sit in it like a gunner turret. Um, <laughs> <laughs> rather than ha- devising something to put on top and hold onto, mm-hmm. that way she can just sit a little bit down. And still have like you've
0: got a little and... nest you can crisscross applesauce your way into
1: exactly. I love it. Are we bringing any sort of other supplies? Like, are y'all gonna be? Are y'all good walking?
3: I'm fine to walk. That's fine. Right. Uh, I've got my st- I've got my trusty walking stick here. We're good to go. So let's uh let's
0: go then. Arabin, anything more for you?
1: I'm good to go. Packs and boots and a big iron turtle. Let's go.
0: The three of you take off with uh, the early dawn light. Cecil, since you are the one that uh, has the map and seems to be leading the way, I want you to go ahead and roll me a survival check. Oh, this will go well. Thirteen. Thirteen. Thirteen, not bad. You're able to navigate your way through the woods. It's been a couple of years since you have had to really do this part of it. There's a difference, but I know, I know, I said
3: that way. I was wrong. I can admit that it is very different reading a map on a table than under trees. It's very different.
0: <laughs> it's this way. Let's go. <laughs> this close to town, you still know the area incredibly well. And as you are continuing down, Arabin, um, what are you doing to either help guide the party or even just help make time pass?
2: i kind of have my sword out and i'm clearing a path like through the trees Mm -hmm. cutting small branches away things that are probably unnecessary (laughs) (laughs) any excuse to swing a sword absolutely i want you to
0: go ahead and roll me you're a dex fighter right or are you strength
2: uh technically neither yeah, technically neither. Oh, that's right. You actually, use charisma for everything. Yeah, charisma. I'm a charisma. That's right. Uh,
1: In the well same way that ahead. I'm an int fighter. Yeah.
0: Then I guess for the sake of this, I'm gonna have you roll me a performance check. Please describe <laughs> your Brendan Frazier ness, macheting
2: through. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of a s- unnecessary grunting. Just <laughs> uh, trees everywhere.
3: On a scale of 1 to 20, how well do you, Brendan Fraser?
2: Uh, that is a 7. <laughs> Total? Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, at one point very early in the day, your sword gets absolutely 100% lodged in a tree. <clears throat> and I'm going to say... With a seven on a charisma-based roll, it takes you a solid, like, two minutes to remember that you can just summon it back to your hand.
1: I got this. I got... Oh, wait. You know, a little (laughs) bit of leverage and... Oh!
3: Well, that's a neat trick.
1: Yeah, I uh,
2: picked it up the other day.
1: Now, how the hell did you do that?
3: There's a string on it. It's magical. A magical string. Just think <laughs> give, of it like a magical string. Give
1: Cecil the biggest side eye. of like, what the fuck? Sure.
2: Magical string. Let's go with that.
1: No we, no, we cannot be going with magical string. You made it disappear and reappear in your hands. Like, that's really cool. We got a mission at hand. Let's go. We've got, like, seven more hours on the road. <clears throat> we can talk. We <clears throat> can. You're allowed to talk to us, you know. We can become friends.
0: Can It's true, you know. You could befriend them. Really? Why
2: not? The paper pusher? Yes. Friends? Yes. I don't need them.
0: You need so many things, Arab and Cronin. My help is only part of it. Same with the masters. Maybe. Give it time. Road trips are fun.
3: See, this is how I remember that uh, the character's name is Arobin Cronin, because otherwise it would be Arobin Cronin. <laughs> what I thought it
0: was. Harper. Yeah. Um, How are you helping Ignis navigate its way through the woods? Because this is a... It's a big, it's a big metal. I, I imagine it looking kind of like a Torkoal from Pokemon.
1: Yeah, it does have big Torkoal energy. Yeah. Um, but, like, all told, like, I, I realize the image of it is, you know, very silly. But, like, it's only a medium-sized creature. Sure. So, like, it's smaller than your average horse. Um, mm-hmm. And it's maybe a little heavy and loud, but... Um, yeah. I imagine in in like you know it has it has as much mobility as I do effectively. Sure. So That's as long fair. as there's not like, you know, a big ravine that we have to jump, then mm-hmm. I imagine he's doing a fairly good job. I'm I am kind of babying him though. Like mm-hmm. if he like steps on a rock, I'm just like, ah, and I run down to make sure everything <laughs> is like nothing's broken. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm still like I know I know what he can do. I built the damn thing, but like he's my special Give boy. Give me
0: Give me a wisdom saving throw oh, to no. not absolutely freak out every single time.
1: Uh, that will be a uh. My wisdom is minus one, so that's Excellent. a zero. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Lunch takes <laughs>
0: twice as long as it should because Harper, you spend the entire time, plus more than that time, going back over every inch of Ignis to make sure that your work is as up to speed as it can be.
1: We've got some real Hopper. tortoise-based anxieties.
0: Hopper, <laughs>
1: yeah, are you ready to go yet? Just one more, one more pass, and I think we're good. Your turtle's fine. Ah. He's a tortoise, first of all. Secondly, the hinge on the back left leg is a little squeaky, so I'm just going to I'm just going to apply a little more oil to it and then I think we'll be good to go.
3: Harper? Yeah. We're in the woods. You do not need to polish anything.
1: We are in the woods, aren't we? Yeah.
3: Just we are me. in the woods.
1: I may have gone a little overboard. And I apologize. Just a little just a uh, uh, you know, little dab of oil squeak squeak. See, done. Uh
3: th- we're all very proud of you and happy for you that you've invented this wonderful thing.
1: He's great, isn't he? And we're moving along. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just let me pack Era- up, and then we'll we can get going.
3: No, we already packed up. We're good. You're just we're all waiting on you.
1: Oh,
3: Arabins already scouted ahead and come back.
1: Pass clear. So, uh, all right. <clears throat> uh, onward.
0: Onward, you go evening begins to set in after just a few more hours and as none of you i don't i don't think any of you have dark vision um, i don't i do not it is probably wise to at some point set up camp cecil harper bats a pretty routine actually all three of you because arab and you you camped in your life before the outriders as well on a pretty regular basis yeah so. and i
2: do i do have dark vision actually Oh, you do. There you go. Yeah, I I had to check, but it is a ASMR tree.
0: I was gonna say it's like that. I I can't have a party with nobody who has dark vision. Yeah. That's are not, not that lucky. You're not that lucky. No,
2: Ignis uh, has
1: dark vision. <laughs> I was gonna say are, that. Are
2: they headlights? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, they start as headlights, but if it's, a, if it's a situation that requires stealth, he can go infrared.
2: Mm -hmm. I was going to say that a torch is pretty conspicuous, but also a giant fire turtle is also pretty conspicuous.
1: He's not that big. He's like four feet tall. He's like the size of a sedan. But also constantly on fire on the inside. Not constantly on the inside. Where it counts. There's a little little bit of exhaust.
3: If we needed to hide, Ignis... Like, say we went into a cave and we were like, let's leave Ignis outside because we're going to go do something or they won't fit. Um, Could we, in fact, throw a little blanket over Ignis or no?
1: Oh, yeah. Check this out. Ignis, defense protocol. And Ignis, skunk, (laughs) full, all limbs retract inside. Uh, Harper pulls out a sheet and just, and it very gently just drapes down over the tortoise.
3: Delightful. See? I'm with Arabin on this. Let's keep walking. All right.
1: Ignis, <laughs> up and Adam. him. Skunkunk.
3: Are those the activation words, up and Adam.
1: At, at least for the moment.
0: What do the three of you prefer to do? What is your preferred job when it comes to setting up camp?
1: Harper's probably like a shelter type of person. That requires mm-hmm. some, some handiwork and some building know-how. Mm-hmm. So either finding a place or, you know, gathering materials to you know, whip up a quick lean-to or something like that?
0: Sure. Go ahead and roll me a survival check to do that.
1: Could I argue some sort of intelligence-based stat with this, since my wisdom is garbage?
0: Argue the stat.
1: Um, Could I use, like, like a, t- like a tool proficiency here?
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. That's fine.
1: Uh, that'll be a 19.
0: Cool. There's not really a good, like, cave or anything nearby. You are in the heart of the woods, but... Uh, there is an absolute, like, you're able to whip up a really nice lean-to, no problem. Yeah. Cecil, what do you like to do?
3: Uh, Cecil does two things. The first thing Cecil does is cast Alarm in mm-hmm. a circle around the area as a sure. ritual. Um, and if it goes off, uh, it sounds like a cuckoo clock. Excellent. <laughs> and then also uh, cooks. The cooking, mediocre. The beverages, on point. hmm <laughs> And Excellent. really, if the cooking is just soup, it's much better, for whatever reason. Look, we all have our specialties. It's just a liquid. Yeah, more liquids.
1: Cecil is just a professional at liquid-based mediums, and tiny mushrooms. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> they can be garnish or the main dish. Ooh. If you put them in, t- if you put them in tea, they're basically
2: boba.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Gross. Nasty pova.
0: Erebin, what are you doing?
2: I was going to start the fire, but I figure with Ignis, it was probably pretty easy. Yeah. And also Cecil was already cooking. So I'm going to just sort of, since I am the one with dark vision, I'm going to keep watch and sort of scout around just to make sure there's nothing coming towards us. Okay. And I just offer also to take first lookout. Sure. First, roll me a perception check. That is a nine. The nine? Nine. I am not good in wisdom.
0: No. You wander the woods for a while. You don't get lost all the way. There is a moment where it's a little touch and go there, uh, but you're able to find your way back And night fully sets in, and uh, we'll go ahead and split the night up into three parts for watches. Arabin, go ahead and roll me another perception check.
2: Yay! I'm going to switch up the dice I'm using. That was a nat one. <laughs> Ooh, oh. Which is a zero. A. With my negative one.
0: Yay! Um, Great time. I think that means you end up getting, like,
2: lost in thought. What are you thinking about? I, I'm i sort of having flashbacks to uh, when my brother and I were traveling around. Mm-hmm. We would often camp out in woods like this when we were in between towns. Mm-hmm. So I just start thinking about that. Getting nostalgic about the past, but getting nostalgic is not something that makes Aerobin happy. It is something that leaves him with a lot of despair, and he's sort of sinking into this... I don't want to say depression, but it's... it's he's sort of spiraling, and I feel like at this time, the amulet is also feeding off of that.
0: But we're on the same page, my friend, because as arabin does start to spiral you feel a warmth at your chest as this cold pit of sadness is filling your stomach this warmth just kind of glows and the entity doesn't speak they don't say anything whether it is a self-interest or a interest in you, they are giving you the space to feel what you need to feel. Your portion of the evening passes uneventfully. Who had second watch? Uh, I can. Harper, go ahead and roll me perception.
1: Can I roll one for Ignis as well?
0: Yes, and um, actually Harper, yours is going to be at disadvantage because you do not have dark vision. Correct. Um, Iggy can take theirs at uh, at normal though.
1: So we're looking at uh, disadvantage minus one for Harper and a yep. straight roll for Ignis. Love it. So for Harper, on the table half hill, that's a four. Okay. And for Ignis, that's a seventeen. Okay. Good job, buddy.
0: Um your evening your portion of the night almost passes uneventfully Mm. in the middle of the uh of uh, you doing yet another pass of ignis's um capabilities and whatnot there is a very tiny not even a chime it's just like two pieces of metal that like Clap together. And that is a warning sign that you programmed in.
1: Yeah, it's like a little, you know how like school bells have the hammer that hits the bell? Yep. It's like that. A little hammer just comes out and bonks the side of him.
0: Yep. And that draws your attention because Ignis is looking in a certain way and you see off in the distance. What is it, buddy? There is a campfire.
1: Huh. Oh, some fellow travelers. How nice. I,
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think Harper <laughs> okay.
1: thinks anything about it, but, like, if Ignis seems off, then we'll at least, like, keep an eye on it. And I and I know Cecil has his alarm set up, so... Now that
0: you've seen it, you can roll that perception one more time flat.
1: Uh, ne- uh, uh Unnatural one. <laughs> We're doing great. We're doing great. You
0: hear nothing further from that other fire. Excellent. Cecil you're up yes
1: i would um, uh just point out in the the crossing Uh of things and say uh, just so you know there's a i'll point off in that direction there's like a looks to be like a little small campfire or something probably just another group of travelers Um, well
3: spotted um but like does ignis need to sleep
1: that's what i was gonna say he doesn't at all so he can stay up and kind of keep a great help you keep a lookout
3: all right, I make sure that Ignis is pointed at the campfire. Mm-hmm. The other one, yeah, and then I kind of.
1: All right, buddy, listen to Cecil. Leave that.
3: I leave that to Ignis, and I'll focus on the rest of the woods. I guess. Okay. Trusting my alarm spell, and then at towards the, uh, uh, Cecil likes Cecil likes to take the last uh, shift because he can get the tea going. Gotcha.
0: Okay. I need um, Cecil to roll at disadvantage Mm -hmm. and I need Ignis to roll flat come on
1: buddy 14 perception
0: Perception, yes 14
1: okay
3: okay so I'm gonna do a thing oh a thing
1: oh I'm sorry Ignis has a plus 4 to perception what yeah okay so uh, that's an 18 for that this most recent roll cool Sorry, it's weird and like my proficiency bonus is factored into the modifiers. So sometimes it's uh, hard to decipher.
0: No, makes sense. Yeah. So
3: as I'll just kind of describe it here, Chase, and then I'll mm-hmm. roll. So yeah, as Cecil is uh, sitting there, keeping watch and looking out, um, he feels the uh, ticking of his watch um, start to pick up a little bit and. Uh, it feels the magic flow through him a little bit and his eyesight gets just it just clears up just a little bit just enough uh and i use restore balance to oh. negate the disadvantage
1: oh
0: cool
3: so perception we said yep. that is
0: an 18 oh okay both of you um I kept wanting to call him Torkoal now. I, th- I made the comparison out loud. <laughs> I, I had not trying that to before. avoid
2: the
1: Torkoal ref.
2: <laughs> in my mind, it's the the giant turtle from Bubble Gloop Swamp and Banjo-Kazooie.
1: Oh, my oh, God. Wow, what oh.
2: a pull. pull. Justin, well <clears throat> done. That's, That's where, where my mind is.
3: Briefly.
0: <sighs> I'm sorry, now I have to put the Torkoal reference back in so we can keep the good pull. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, welcome to podcasting. As the two of you are kind of, you know, you've got Ignis on one side and you on the other. And, like, the both of you kind of end up, like, rotating a little bit. At one point, you hear something shifting out in the woods. And both of your eyes dart towards it. It stops. And you know in an instant that there is somebody out there who is trying to sneak up on the camp. I don't see them though. You don't see them. You've you've heard them. You haven't fully made them, but you're aware that there is somebody out there just beyond your line of sight. Cecil picks up their staff and starts
3: knocking it against Ignis, mhm, loud enough to, to wake people up and says, mm. "Hello out there? Mm. Do you need uh need some tea? It's quite good. Um I've got a few different kinds here." ding, ding,
0: ding.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom, boom,
0: boom. With that, you hear some more shifting out in the woods and a very scraggly looking tiefling stands up. Hey there, mate. Sorry about that. No need to uh, raise any kind of alarms or nothing. I was just trying to check out what was going on over here. Me and my boys, uh, we're all camped over there. Figured I'd see what's going on, how you all are doing. No worries. I'll uh, be on my way.
3: Very well. All right. Have a good night.
0: Can I Can I make an insight check? Uh, absolutely. 17. Uh, with a 17, you are fairly well convinced that this person was probably up to some kind of shenanigans. Oh, right. Of course. Some kind of shenanigans. <laughs> um, does Do I believe that he was actually the other group, or is this... Uh... Uh, that seem I mean, he's heading back in that direction. That seems like a reasonable thing to assume.
3: Okay. Sounds good.
0: Alright. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Mm. Sun's not
3: up yet. Um, Everything alright? What was that? Those friends... uh, We have some friends now that uh, are at that other campfire, and they were trying to uh, steal everything we had. So, we can uh, take them to the basement, or we can leave them be.
2: You know my vote.
3: I wasn't- it was a joke. It was a joke. (laughs) It was a
1: joke. It's awfully awfully early for basement taking. I am-
3: very, I'm very bad at this, apparently. I mean, we can at <laughs> um, least
2: take everything they have. It's sort of like, you know, tip for tap. Yeah. How about...
3: There was at least one, and they were trying to be sneaky, but uh, good old Ignis here spotted him.
1: That's a good tortoise.
3: <laughs> Seems like they're just going back to the campfire, and if they do anything again... Well, what did they look like? It was a tiefling, uh, and they didn't look... Incredibly well off. I could take him. I believe you. <laughs>
1: I don't think Completely that's the- Completely and utterly. I don't think that's the factor in question here.
2: Just saying, if push comes to shove, I could take him.
1: Look, there's a couple more hours before daybreak. Why don't we just let each other be, keep an eye out. They're not gonna- as soon as the sun comes up, they're probably not gonna try anything.
2: I'm not going back to sleep. <sighs>
1: that's fair. You're,
2: you're not
3: going back to sleep? Negative. All right, great, I'll sleep then. Good night.
1: <laughs> Ignis can stay up with you, Araben, and help keep an eye out.
3: It's very generous of you, Arabin. thank you. <sighs> <Shh. All right. laughs>
1: you sure, Araben? Yeah. Okay.
2: I don't sleep well anyway. I get that.
1: Yeah, Ignis, you listen to Araben here, okay? While I'm snoozing, and I um, guess we'll catch y'all in a couple hours. Um I will do uh I will also do a magical tinkering where um I will take a little rock uh like a like a, I'll take a branch and um kind of wrap on it with the back of like like the wooden handle of like a little hatchet I have sure and I will whisper I will say to the branch if you've come this far stop turn around we've got a big angry tortoise and I will throw it in the direction in between us and the camp if they step on it it's going to emit that message <laughs> okay <laughs> so it's whenever I've tapped by a creature so <laughs>
3: <laughs> great does it so if it rolls like through the woods does it keep starting and stopping and starting and stopping until it comes to a rest
1: nah the woods ain't a creature homie <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't target the woods? Uh, So, I mean, here's the thing. can't hold person on the woods. If this were last season and you were in the autumnal line, I'd let it count. (laughs) 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 The woods ain't people. Anyway. Not anymore. Not these woods. These woods, not a people. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com On Twitter, at anotherpathpod.com and our network at ghostlightmedia.net. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can also find me on Twitter at Loudly, Griffin at GriffCold, and Ryan at RyanRotal20. You can find Justin on TikTok at JustJustinMichael and myself at Loudly. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. And until then... Remember that it is entirely possible that when you record like, a super, like you know it's going to be a not-so-timely bit about a certain monarch passing away. Um, it's really going to be impossible to know that they're going to have a new prime minister very soon as well. Who knew? There were some people that knew, weren't there? That ah, well.
3: This has been a Ghostlight Media production.